Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you about adults traveling without children. I don't know if they've lost their children along the way. I don't know if they've given them to other people. Storage lockers. It could be storage lockers. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts, client services manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Dreams Unlimited Travel agent, Beth Zada. Hello. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Thank you guys for being here. Um, so a couple of months now, I think we did, um, we had Kristen Turner on, Dreams agent, Kristen Turner, and we did a show about traveling with children. And since then, we've been getting questions about other topics. Will we do other topics? And this is one of them. What is what is it like to travel without kids? What it's are amazing. Your, what you, it's amazing. It's the best thing ever. There's a lot more drinking happening. <laughs> so we want to talk about logistics of traveling without kids as well as, you know, what you might consider. Um, Kevin and I have never traveled with children. So we come from that perspective. But not ours. That's true. But what I like is that uh, Tracy and Beth come to us from the perspective of having once traveled with kids and now not traveling with kids. And also possibly the added bonus of all that is now that your kids are adults. How does that change the dynamic? So hopefully we've got some good insight for you. So as with everything we do, we're going to start with some pre-trip planning. Um, I think as adults traveling without kids, your pre-trip planning is actually easier. You're not limited by time of year, right? You're not limited by mm-hmm. school schedules and things like that. I mean, right. obviously people have work schedules and things they have to consider and time off, but that to me seems easier. You know, you can just kind of go whenever you want and you can go in off season. Right. So save a little money. The other that option way. that's available to you are adults only trips where you not only wouldn't be traveling with your children, you wouldn't be traveling with anyone else's. So if Yep. I mean that's definitely a case when things like um Adventures by Disney and now some cruise ships, you know, are doing adults only cruises and things like that. But um I think we're talking mostly though about Walt Disney World. I think I want to focus mostly on a Disney vacation and how that's different without kids. Um so time of year, adults without kids, what's the best time to come to Walt Disney World? May. I like May. Um, good weather, crowds aren't so bad. A lot of people like to come January, but then you get like we had a couple weeks ago when it was so cold. I love January. That's no fun. I hate that. January <laughs> now is, is Disney's done this thing where they're trying to make it crowded all the time. So there's race week mm-hmm. and there's the arts festival and there's all these other things that January is no longer a slow time. No, it used to be the end of January after the holidays until President's Week in February was really, really slow. I have a picture of myself on Main Street, and I think we're, I'm, it looks like I'm the only person there. It's changed now. I would actually say my ideal times would either be like the last week of April or the first week of May, uh, right there in that that sweet spot, because there's a little bit lower crowds. The weather still isn't like outrageously out of control. But then also you get at that time period, you get like the uh, um, the flower and garden festival. Right. So you have that extra entertainment at uh, at Epcot. And then, of course, 
always recommend, even though it is on the busier side of things, recommend coming at the Halloween time frame sometime in September-ish because then even though it is driven for events with kids, uh, the Halloween party is something that everyone enjoys no matter what age they are. And adults maybe traveling without kids still want to go want to go and they want to see other little kids dressed up maybe reliving the days of when I actually their kids that. used to i and... love to go and watch the kids dressed up yeah at and... the halloween parties and now you'll be able to go to halloween party in may so that'll be good for <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah. all year round halloween. most of november i think is nice too yeah like yeah. september again anytime the kids are in school and not because we hate kids but because that's just the way things are. Typically, you'll see pricing is a little better. If there are discounts, you have a better chance of availability. If you're only going for a few days, for example, I would pick a few days through the week as opposed to over the weekend. Just little things like that you can do. I also think if you're, you, you don't have to come in the summer, you don't have to deal with the hottest part of the year. Right. And that is true. I mean, it's, it's um, February and it's 84 today, so... There are things to be said. Absolutely. Tracy touched on the fact that it's it's less money. So in general, now you're spending less money, I assume, than if you brought your kids on vacation. Where do you spend that money? Do you go for a longer length of stay? Do you go for better It depends. I think that changes for everybody. But I, I notice in my clients, a lot of them change it by resort, um, by dining. Um, I find that a lot more of my deluxe dining clients will be couples where they want the signature dining experiences. Um, I find that a lot of my adult couples, they're not staying value resorts um, because I know we, we were staying at the art of animation last night and Beth and I both were like, Oh my, like it's young families. It feels like chaos to us. We know it's not cause we were there. You know, we wouldn't know what it was like to have young kids and to be traveling and stuff. But at this point, you know, I would think most of most adults would want somewhere else where there's not so many. Right, say a little more adult, yeah, oriented property. That's you not... also might have a little more flexibility in traveling last minute. Yeah, it's true. If you're an art of animation, you actually might be. I think there's like cheer competitions here and things like that. You might be. There'll experience. be some of that as well. Yeah. And for the most part, we were just seeing families doing family stuff, honestly. I mean, it's not like we saw terrible behavior or anything. We didn't. No, not at all. Just crazy, crazy lots of kids. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, you know, you think, like, I think I see Kristen with her four kids. Yeah. And she's sitting in there and thriving and doing great. And I'm thinking I'd be in a corner somewhere rocking back and forth. <laughs> But it's just we're at a different life stage. Well, you had and one so, kid who was pretty much an adult at nine. Pretty yeah, much I know, I did. It's true. I was spoiled. You stay I here, Mom. I'll go get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By nine, he was pretty much taking care of me. <laughs> that is I think true. that changes as you get older, too. I think it does, I too. think your, um, yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? Your patience. And, right. that, and it's not that I'm impatient. It's just that. It does look like chaos after a it while. It does look and I like used chaos. To teach, I used to have a room full of 25 kids. So uh, 25 five-year-olds, yeah. I just think as you get older, your yeah. ability to manage that. And by the time they get less. to the food court at 630 at night, you know, mom and dad have had a day. And they're looking and they're thinking, I don't care what you eat. Just sit down <laughs> exactly. and eat it. Like, just just stop. <laughs> and so it was. It's that's all it is. And that's what I'm saying. When I'm looking for a vacation with my husband, we would probably tend to choose, and not to say that there's not kids everywhere at Disney, because there absolutely is. There's just, I think we we also tend to spend more time at the resort. We're not necessarily yes. in the parks. 
You're not a, the best example of this, but do you find you do more trips than you did before? You're a tough one because now you're... I think that's... Um, we, yeah, we tend to already do a lot of trips. We do a lot of trips already. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because I wonder if people make that decision of either I'm going to stay at the Grand Floridian once a year or am I going to come and I'm going to stay at a moderate right. three sure. times a year or something like that. And I mean, where you stay, your budget, your budget is your budget. If you've got four people and you, with two kids... You've got to stretch it wherever you can. So you may have the same budget, but now there's just two of you. You know, food's not going to cost as much. You know, you're not buying four park tickets. You're only buying two. Chances so. are you're not going to buy as many souvenirs. Right. You know, as, as much right. peripheral money. Yeah. What do we think about a good resort for adults without children? What it's such think? a personal thing, don't you think? I think it depends it on what is. you want. Where do you like to stay? Well, I think you guys kind of touched yeah. on it. Stay away from Art of Animation. French Quarter is good for adults. Yeah, I would say so, too. It's quiet. smaller, quieter. I like the Wilderness Lodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. If you want to be on the monorail, um, I think it depends on where you want to be. We find, as adults, we don't necessarily spend as much time in the Magic Kingdom anymore. Not that we don't go there and love it, but we find a lot of our time is spent in Epcot, sometimes mm-hmm. the studios, um, but especially for dining. So we love staying in the boardwalk area. You know, that's where we find we spend the majority of our time. Not that we're not going other places, but I love that any evening on the boardwalk, I can walk out and, you know, have a drink on, on the yes. boardwalk or go to one of the restaurants there or walk over to Epcot in the evening to have dinner at any one of those countries, we just feel like there's more open to us by being in that area. Yeah. I was going to say Yacht Club. Yeah. Most people kind of look against it for some reason, don't like the style of it, but I, I like it. that you're right there in that same area, but it doesn't feel like it has the same craziness mm-hmm. as the Boardwalk or the Beach Club, but you still get everything out of it, and you feel just like elevated a little bit more mm-hmm. being there. Um, I was going to ask something I forgot I was going to ask. Oh, what do you think about, do you think, when I go to Disney Springs, it always feels like there's less children at Disney Springs than compared to other parts of Disney property. Do you think that's true? Do you think that's like, do you think families generally don't go to Disney Springs because of I think it's there? marketed more towards adults. Nighttime entertainment. Yeah, the I shopping. Mean, I mean, back when it was the marketplace. I think it was more. It was aimed at more family and and children. There was the fountain. There's the toy store. There's World of Disney. There's that kind of thing. <clears throat> I think Disney Springs is more adult driven. We also don't get to that end of Disney Springs very often. Yeah, I was gonna say like you don't go near the Lego store in World of Disney without yeah. a, a like sword I... and a shield. <laughs> Otherwise, you're taking your life in your own hands. But wow. if you stay if you stay in the town center area where a lot of the new dining was all added in over the past mm-hmm. couple of years and that people complain about looks like a just a fancier outlet. Like if you stay in that area Yes, I will agree. It's very adult oriented, but back at the marketplace, I mean, it's you're the same still, as it was before. Yeah. yeah. Once yeah. you get I, to the world of Disney, I just think that the Lego store. I don't know if, if it's just because of where we park. We don't make it down to that end as much yeah. anymore. And it's not, I actually prefer that end. I prefer the marketplace to Disney Springs. It seems like we do more stuff that right. first area. So um, the other thing we like to talk about when we talk about pre trip, we talk about packing. Mm-hmm. So now you have less luggage. Do you bring more stuff or do you leave more space for souvenirs? I think it depends on who you are. I know for us, we would bring 
for us we bring the same amount of stuff because we're yeah, not ones so. that would dress up for dinner anyway but i know i've seen some couples there who are on a couple's trip and when they're going to dinner they're dressed up so my guess is they're packing more luggage because they're bringing dress up clothes for dinner True. or going out at night um that's not what we do so it doesn't make a difference to us um but i could see for some people where you know dinner is a focus we're bringing nicer clothes and fancier clothes we're not the people in the fancy clothes we're not the fancy that's clothes not us people. no no Excellent. What else should we consider for pre-trip? Is there something I've missed? Um, does it affect what airline you fly in? Does it affect if you drive? Are all these things that uh, you've changed? up? Definitely you fly more now. Definitely. Because it's only two instead of four. Right. That makes it a lot easier. We used to drive a lot when the kids were young. Yeah. And for, uh, we too. always, yeah, we've always flown, so... Um, I also only had one kid. I think it's different when the equation is one kid and three and four kids. Um, oh, absolutely. I think yeah, for, for sure. sure. Um, but for the most, and lo- for a lot of years, it was just Ben and I going. So we were flying. Um, but it I also think, depends on how far away you live. Yeah. You live the furthest away. I wouldn't be surprised if for some people it means they're now flying first class or business class because they're not paying for, you know, a whole family and. So I could imagine that that's But again, that, that comes happens. down to, do I buy go once on in business class or right. do I go four times in coach? Sure. Right. Exactly. And again, very personal choices. But I think, uh, I think the biggest message we want to get out there is that most people would be shocked at how many adult-only vacations we book. Absolutely. Like, I think they true. would be even more shocked on Disney Cruise Line. Yes. Yes. Like, we book... I would venture a guess that 50 at least 50 percent of the vacations i book are for people without kids and i think that would surprise a lot of people because i think you have a couple of dynamics there you have people who kids have aged out of it are now doing their (laughs) own family stuff is one but i think you also have that thing where disney's um appeal is to everybody so it's because a lot of people say oh you you don't have kids why would you go to disney disney appeals to people without kids because they like Right. I think the other thing is parents who had young children and those children are grown get to go back and enjoy the Disney that they want to enjoy. Because you see all this stuff from a distance, right? You see, oh, look at that. Wouldn't it be nice to sit there and have a drink? Or wouldn't it be nice to go to that restaurant for, you know, a two hour dinner? And then you look behind you and think, nope. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's it is going back to adult Disney. I remember my first trip without Ben. I was like, this is a whole new world. (laughs) And, you know, you just think the restaurants and, you know, if I'm in the studios now, I might be looking for somewhere different to hang out because I don't have to stand in a character line or it's, it's just different. And it's not to say that I still don't like to go with kids. Right. We have this, I bring the kids in my family, you know, I'll bring my niece or my nephews or whatever every once in a while because we still like to be reminded. Mm-hmm. Um, but an adult trip is well, so many so people, <laughs> so many people probably also brought, bought into vacation club a right. long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, it's one of those things, if you still have it, why would you just stop being a part of it? So your kids grow up and move on. You still are a part of this thing. You might as well go and enjoy it. And I think that's a lot of the people I know. That's that's the situation they're in. And I think what happens, too, is a lot of people who have traveled to other places, they come to appreciate the Disney quality. Because adult, child, or family, the Disney quality is not replicated in a lot of markets. So... 
when you get used to that and then you think we're adults now, we don't have to go to Disney, you go to other places and you think, but I miss that. I miss, you know, that people don't realize the dining options. You know, a lot of the, there are some very fine dining locations on site and there's some really, um, a lot of venues that people wouldn't consider otherwise. Yeah. One of our favorite things to do when we're all here as a group of agents, we love to go to Jelly Rolls down on the boardwalk. It's Dueling Piano Bar. And I don't drink at all, so it's not about the drinking. Um, it's about the entertainment and this space, and it's fun. And so there's lots of venues yeah. that you don't even think about as a when family. the agents are here, I consider that my trip with children. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Where it are you going? Like, it's a little like herding cats. <laughs> exactly. Pay attention. We're going on a ride. Focus. Uh, laser pointers. Focus. That's a key word, though, with the fun. It's that's Disney is just downright fun. And as an adult, you can travel to other places, you know, and you can still make the best out of it. You can your mind can be blown. Like I love going to national parks and mm-hmm. like, wow, this is really, really incredible. But then when you compare that to having a day where you're going on a bunch of rides and just laughing, having a good time while they're both memorable experiences. There is a certain level of fun that you get yeah. with going to a Disney park over other things. I and also think that Disney parks are, while they can be confusing tickets and hotels and dining packages and magical express, it's a lot of pieces to put together. I think once you're there, it's kind of all encompassing mm-hmm. that, you know, you are in that bubble. We joke about the bubble mm-hmm. and that makes it easy mm-hmm. where if you're going to a city in Europe, you kind of have to put all those pieces together yourself. They have not been laid out in front of you like a smorgasbord. You have to find your fun. Right. And I didn't think the conversation was going to go here, but going on what Craig said about, you know, you have choices of what you want to do entertainment wise. I know people are upset about ticket prices going up and things like that, but think about what you pay for other stuff. Right. Kevin and I like to go to the theater. We pay much more for a theater ticket than we do for going to Disney up for a day. We just saw Hamilton, and I bought an extra ticket to Hamilton in Orlando. Just one ticket, so someone else could go with us. And it was almost $300. Right. So and I'm not complaining about that. But you figured that was two hours, yeah. as opposed to a, a full, full day, day at right. Disney. You know, and depending on how you do it. And Any how kind you plan, of sporting event. Depending on how you do it and how you plan, you know, you can get on multiple rides and see multiple shows and have a great time. Um, so I'm glad we're talking about the experience once you get here. Did you find that um, you did things that like VIP tours and things like you might not have done because you had too many people before? Or is that just something that didn't appeal yeah, to you? Yeah, maybe someday we'll get to do a VIP yeah. tour. <laughs> well, we when did they the, grow up. like the Keys to the Kingdom tour. We did that. Yeah, one on one trip, Chris and I had done the backstage magic because it was just the two of us. We wouldn't have taken Ben on that at, at his age. Um, so I think there is more of that. I know from my clients that are looking to go, I do. They start to look at what else is out there. Right. Um, you can go fishing. You can go horseback riding. Right. You can. I don't know if they still have surf lessons at. Did they still have surf lessons? Uh, I think they do. Uh, you mean at Typhoon Lagoon? Yeah. 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 I mean, so there are a bunch of other activities other than theme parks, golf. Yeah, we have many golf courses, right? So I think that's what happens too. It's it's kind of like that. You've done the things with the kids for the kids, and now it opens up a whole other level of what you can do and can experience. You know, great dining we talked about. Um, do you still do your Disney day the same way? No. Are you still crazy about rope drop and I got to get there no. and we got to get now? No, no. 
Not at all. With us, it's like, do you think we still have time to get there before they close? (laughs) (laughs) It's 11 o'clock. By the time we get there, it's going to be too late. Yeah, I find we structure our days different. I also find that Fast Pass Plus helps us with that. That you don't have to necessarily be at Rope Drop anymore to do what you want. Um, I can plan my Fast Passes for the day for 2 o'clock in the afternoon now if I wanted to. Um, So I find that helps. But we're just not... I mean, we could go into a park and spend the better part of a day and do no attractions or do two attractions. I also find it opens up a new world of um, extras, like we had talked about tours, but also things like after-hours parties. You know, the Mm after-hours parties are not inexpensive. So buying two tickets makes it much more appealing than if you had to buy four or six tickets. Very true. It's also at a time of night when if you have chids, that's children and kids combined, (laughs) you're chids. Um, Not to be confused with your chads. That's right. <laughs> Don't talk about that. That's still a sore subject here. Um, Too soon. There, it's a later event. Right. So if you have small children, that's a difficult thing to do, you know? We've been talking quite a bit about, so you guys have transitioned from no kid, from having kids to traveling without kids. We've always traveled without children. I do think there are quite a bit of childless couples who travel, who Mm -hmm. never had kids before. So I think that they can experience from that aspect as well. But Disney's also the type of thing that you grow up with. So they, you know, you've experienced Disney one way at a certain age and you experience differently as you get (laughs) older and you do different things. Um, And I don't know if it's the same for Beth, but there is nothing like being here now with my son. At his age, at 22. It's great because, to come with your adult children. Yeah, especially yes. if you came with them as kids. Because it's like a whole nostalgic week for me. It's like, oh, remember when you, you know, you see he used to do this or he used to do that. And it just, and I see the same thing in him. He'll, he'll be like, oh, remember when we did this? Or, you know, a special song will come on and he'll want to, like, sing it or dance with me or something. So there's all these memories that come back at the same time because we have this history here and there's so many memories that we've built here. Would you call me and, and would you call me before you and Ben start singing and dancing in the park? You I think were with us one time when he danced with me. We were in Disneyland watching World of Color. So every <laughs> once in a while he surprises me. Yeah. But it's just there's that part of it. Did you remember when they're kids? You can appreciate where they are now. And I love I love watching him. Like the last time we were here, he had his girlfriend with him, which whatever. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't singing and dancing with me anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But that's a different show. Keep going, (laughs) okay? But he had his girlfriend with him. And to watch him share things with her and show him her oh, we used to do this and you know, we used to do that and uh, this is my favorite thing, and watching him plan his trip was like my job here is done. Yes. <laughs> some of the best some of the best memories of my life are when we would come to Disney World when I was a kid. And I only started coming when I was 11 cuz that's when they opened. Um I didn't come earlier than that cuz it wasn't here. Uh <laughs> wow. But I think as you age you start to enjoy it differently. Yeah. Yes. I don't have to run ride to ride to ride to ride. I don't have to think am I going to be able to ride this again? I also, living here has made a huge difference, but even, uh, let's say Disneyland, where I am a total tourist, I approach it differently than I did when I was a kid myself, and I think parents with kids who probably have to approach it differently because they, you know, the kids want to do different things. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy the details more as an adult. Mm-hmm. 
Like Kylie and I, we're not. I don't want to classify groups, but we're like we're not downtown people. We don't like going to clubs. We I didn't don't know where he was going. I didn't know where he was going with that either. Oh my goodness, we don't too like, much personal information. Yeah, we don't like very like I, I understand. If he says millennial. I'm leaving. No, no there's <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of like benefits to living in bigger cities, and because you get a certain type of culture that you're not exposed to. I, I'm not saying that we're against that, but we like. We like calmer activities. Like, I don't want to go to a bar where I can't listen to everyone I'm with. And because it's music is blaring in the background, while there are places like that, you can find a Disney kind of like uh, like Jelly Rolls. It's still not overly loud where you can't have a conversation. So it kind of – it's that nice balance where mm-hmm. I still want to – there, I still want activities where I can go to fine dining and I can go and hang out and grab some drinks and have a good time, but it's nothing over the top. And I think that's why it is so appealing for so many people because when when you do go out to some big cities and stuff on vacation, it's like it goes from zero to 60. It's either a place where you don't want to be at at all or everyone is there, it's loud, it's obnoxious, and it's just not not for you. I think another thing, and I think it kind of piggybacks on what you're saying, is there's an ease. There's a comfort level. You kind of let your guard down at Disney. That you are not... I mean, things still happen, but I think you're less concerned about safety, about pickpockets. I I don't know what... You know what I'm talking about. That's a good point, because we talk about that with, you know, people with children. You know, we say, you know, Disney's a safe place. So while you still want to watch your kid and teach them the right rules, I think people feel safe letting their kids go on their own more. But I think that's also true for as we age. You know, you don't want to be in a crowd where someone's going to knock you down. You know, you don't want to be involved in something that you think, oh, this is going to get too rowdy for me. So I think Disney offers that safety to folks who are in that age group as well. And I think even older than us. Right. I think seniors feel a sense of comfort. It's... And I like sitting in jelly rolls and not feeling like somebody's looking at me thinking, who brought their grandma? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm still looking at you. (laughs) So I want to go back to what Craig said about, uh, I have a question for you guys. As a couple with no children now who probably one day might want to have kids, are you trying to avoid children at Disney? Are you... Do you think it's fun to go see them? And the only reason why I say that is because Kevin and I enjoy watching people with children for a multitude of reasons. We think kids are cute. We think it's funny when they annoy their parents. So it's all sort of we enjoy that. Yeah. Do you avoid that or do you? Uh, no, we don't. We don't go out of our way to avoid it at all. I mean, we've even gone with our friends who brought their their kids to to Disney. It's it's just a natural part of it. Uh, it's it's something that we don't avoid at all. It we also both worked in theme parks for a while. So then there's the other level of I want to strangle every kid who thinks every <laughs> single thing is a playground right. and parents just sitting on their phone not paying attention to them thinking, "Oh, it is Disney, so I can let them go off and do whatever they want because it's all fine." <laughs> it's not. It's you still have to respect property and all of that. So it, it's a Boy, did I, that take a turn? Yeah, no. It, well, yeah, he's right. I worked you know, the there for a says, long Please time. Please don't climb on the rocks. Yeah. And the mother's trying to encourage her children to go higher. Yeah. And you think, I, I don't want to see anything bad happen to children, but you're you're really pushing the limit here. Yeah, I, that happened to me at Universal like two weeks ago, where it clearly says, "Do not climb," and this kid is up above it, and hey, mom, hey, mom, it's like. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> but because I think you, especially somebody who worked there before, you can see it happening and you right. can see the injury and you can see the problems that that's going to take. All you see is paperwork. Right. That's what I see. Yeah. But insurance. But going back to it, yes, we do. We enjoy experiencing Disney uh, with our friends who have kids, and even every now and then, we're just there, and you you watch, you see some kid just light up at a certain moment when they see a character from far away, or when they see the castle for the first time. Like it's it's those moments that are that are really special. But we also get those too, just going the two of us when there isn't kids around and all that. So that's. It's a nice part of it. One of my favorite stories is we were on a Disney cruise line and we were walking along the hallway where the restaurant is. The, I forget what the name of the hallway is, but it's the hallway that leads you to the main atrium. And the, uh, the person was making the announcements, the daily announcements, and she, it was a female. And coming towards us there was a little girl dressed, I believe, as Belle. She had on a big yellow dress. And the person making the announcement said, we're, we're in for a magical day. And I was probably five feet in front of her, and she stopped and she clenched her fists, and she said, I love magical days. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, it's one of my favorite memories. I've told this story for years, but it, it, it has stuck with me ever since. And I think, oh, my gosh, to have that level of excitement. And all she said was, it's going to be a magical day. Let's real quick, let's, it's a good point. We, let's switch over to Disney Cruise Line. All right. I think much of the same stuff we talked about applies. You know, you get to pack different. You get to maybe have different accommodations. What else happens? Do you do you feel like Disney Cruise Line isn't for you anymore because you don't have little kids, or is it? More I feel fun? like it's not for me for other reasons. I've listed on other shows about all the reasons why I feel like for the most part it's not for me anymore. There's so many parts of it I like. But for the, it's not for me anymore. And I don't know that it has anything to do with the kids or just the number of times I've cruised the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think I'd be more apt to choose Disney Cruise Line with younger kids, like kids 9 and 10 and under especially. Disney does such a great job with kids. Uh, not only the kids' clubs and the kids' activities, but the uh, yeah. sort of things they do where they bring those ages together. I've never been on Disney Cruise Line where I felt overrun with kids. And right. that's not having yeah. any kids myself. It's True. usually either the first night or the last night. Yep. And you think, where did all these kids come from? Because the entire cruise, you oh, don't see them. there was that one night where we were on the last night of the cruise and there was a child with a, pot, a fudgesicle under my leg, under my table, <laughs> rubbing his fudgesicle against my <laughs> calf. And I thought, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> It was an Asian trip. We it was an Asian child. trip. And I finally <laughs> got hold of the dining room manager. I was like, fix this. <laughs> because, again, the parents weren't paying attention and didn't care, and this kid was doing whatever he wanted. Yeah. Under yeah. my table. I don't blame the kid. I, um, I think I would be, go along with Tracy. I would not hesitate to book a Disney Cruise Line, and I feel I've grown out of Disney Cruise Line. has nothing to do with the number of children on board. It has to do with I enjoy other things than what they offer. I still love it, uh, but for me, it's cost, mm. and I can go on several other cruises as opposed to one Disney cruise a year. Right. So another consideration, you know, you have more choices now because you're not traveling with the kids. Where in the past you might not have considered celebrity because you didn't think of it as a cruise. There as a is child. also the option that Beth still travels with her kids and pays for them. So oh. I don't know if her budget has been affected so much. So she's in a different bracket well, now right you're now. Paying, you know, adult fare for and kids. For, wow. and, and for boyfriends. Oh, my 
my Just goodness. Just for another year or so. <laughs> the other thing is, if you've got kids, they have Marvel Day at Sea. They have Star Wars. They have princesses. I mean, they have all these activities. I also thought Disney Cruise Line was great as a single parent. I felt that they did such a great job with the kids' clubs. There was no okay. guilt about him participating, but I felt I could still have me time. Whereas I, you know, we talk about other cruise lines catching up in the kids' programming and stuff. Uh, with Disney, there was plenty of opportunity for stuff we could do together, um, but stuff we could still do apart. And I thought it was uh, probably, and I've sailed as a single parent on more than one line with him, and I felt that um, Disney was the best for that, I felt. Well, John and I, as a couple with no children, have always enjoyed Disney Cruise Line. And again, I'm not denigrating it any way. It hasn't, it hasn't changed. I have. Right. Um, my tastes have changed. Disney Cruise Line has not gone down in quality. I've just moved oh. on to something else. But I never felt uncomfortable or... What's the word I'm looking for? That there was a lack of something to do as an adult... Without a child, so I think, I think it's something for everybody. Yeah, and we do sell a lot of trips to adults without children on Disney Cruise ton. Line for sure. Absolutely a ton. Ton. Would you do a different? You think they do different itineraries? Do you think they not? They won't do as many of the Eastern Western. Do you think adults without children will do more like European cruises or? Is it I think all, it'll come down even? to budget. I could. I I think we get more adults without children on Alaska. Um, itineraries. Um, I think more Europe. Again, it might come down to cost if you're now traveling as two people and not four or five or six. Um, and I think if you're already a fan of the celebrity product or celebrity, sorry, the Disney product, you are more likely, you know, especially if you're new to somewhere like Europe, the comfort of having mm -hmm. this product that you're so familiar with to go along with you, I think says a lot for people. And now Disney does the Adventures by Disney add-ons. Right. Well, they, they haven't come up with a better word, but it's the embedded trips yep. and the pre and the post nights. Um, I think that makes exploring Europe much easier for folks. And I've also seen a lot of clients go that way. They've done World. They've done Cruise. And now that the kids are gone, now they're looking at Adventures by Disney yeah. as the next. Because, again, they they like they've become comfortable with that product, with the safety net that they feel Disney gives them, with the quality of the product. And it's kind of next step. Absolutely. All right. Um, anything else you want to add? Did I miss anything? I can't imagine I would. I'm so thorough. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for helping me with that conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.